Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark from the Mark Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark Mark A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. Hey, let me interrupt here for some local news. I just heard this story. I mean, I heard it this morning because, you know, I mean, I'm not totally toned, to- tuned out until I get in the uh, get in the radio station. But I heard the story this morning about this, this student who was shot on the west side, showed up on the bus, on the school bus, with a gunshot wound. Yeah, like, you know, I don't know. It, it, there's still no details. There's still no more information who shot him, how he got shot, whatever. But he gets onto the school bus with a gunshot wound. And the bus driver makes this, makes this like, split decision to blow off school for the rest of the kids and hightail, like, make a beeline to the nearest fire station where the kid gets off the bus and I assume gets medical attention and all that kind of thing. And now they're investigating it. But bravo to that bus driver, man. That is, that is, that is, that is, inc- first of all, the fact that that even happens is, is, is shocking. And this does not bode well for Jacksonville and, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's future as a, as a non-criminally run city. I mean, look, we talked about crime. We had the crime roundtable. There was crime, crime, crime. You know, we were, I, I know that there were a couple people saying we should just change our, our, the name of the city to Crime Town. But I think that's already a podcast on uh, on iTunes, so we're not going to do that. But I mean, it, it is definitely an issue when you have students getting onto the school bus with a gunshot wound. And I, you know, I for one am, am curious to see how this story unfolds and what the, uh, you know, how it happened. Uh, but whoever that bus driver is, you know, hats off to you. If I, I'm not wearing a hat because I'm inside. But if I were wearing, I would take it off to you because that is some split, uh, you know, split second thinking that definitely saved a life. And uh, and you know, uh, that is that is just, I mean, it's it's wild what's happening here in Jacksonville. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll get some people in, um, you know, hopefully we'll get some people uh, to buckle down and, and fix it all. What's up, everybody? My name is Mark A. Thank you so much for joining me. So tomorrow I found out going to be live. Uh, you know how like President Trump is live in North Carolina right now because of the hurricane, because of Hurricane Florence. He's there to meet the relief workers and the people that are in charge of the cleanup effort. And he's there to help the victims and, you know, let them know, hey, we're behind you. We've got FEMA and we've got the National Guard and we've got federal fundages, uh, fundages, fundage, fundaging the federal. There's federal money coming your way to help you with everything that you need. All of that is happening. Well, we're doing our little part here tomorrow at the Maggiano's at the St. John's Town Center from 8 a.m. on. I think from 8 a.m. to, uh, you know, I didn't read the rest of the email. But from 8 a.m. till sometime, we're going to be out there and we're going to be collecting water. It's not just us. It's every radio station owned by this by Cox. Uh, it's the TV stations, Action News, Jacks, uh, CBS uh, 30 and uh, Fox 40, uh, CBS so pardon me, CBS 47, Fox 30. There's a lot of stuff going on whenever you say the two together. But we're all going to be out there collecting water. And I believe this show will be broadcast live from there. 
Uh, so if you want to come by, bring some bottled water. And that's what, that's the big ask. I mean, look, when you have what's going on in Florida, and we all know because we, we did this in Irma. We've been, we've been down this road before. You know, the, the water supplies, whenever, whenever the water supplies start overflowing and the rivers start flooding, water, palatable, you know, water that you can drink is what the biggest need is because you need water. Everybody needs water. You need it for drinking, for hydration, for cleaning, for, for everything. Um, and so that's the big, that's the big push that we're, we're not going to look. I mean, if you, if you bring us a big fat wad of cash, I'm sure there's going to be someone there to take it. Uh, someone, re- you know, rep, not just like me, but someone reputable uh, who will make sure that it goes to the victims. But the big ask is that you swing by, you know, wh- wherever there's a target there, there's uh there's a dollar store. There's like a Publix right down the road. There's even one of those. What are those ones called where they don't even take the food out of the box? Aldi. There's an Aldi across the street. So you swing by, get a case of water, get a, a couple bottles of water, whatever you can spare. Come to the Maggiano's. It's really easy because it's in the roundabout. And when we did this last time. Man, they had it set up. It was crazy. And they had it set up. I think it was, uh, I want to say Clark Howard was there and we were collecting, I don't even, I guess it was, I don't even know what it was, but people would pull up in the roundabout on the, like you spin around, they'd come on the back side of the Maggiano's, kind of where the, you know, kind of where, I don't even know what, the, it's like a Z gallery. It used to be the Pottery Barn Kids, but now it's the Z gallery. It's what, it's like, you know, the, the latest rich people furniture store du jour. And you'd come up on that side. You, the people were just popping their trunks. We would go out. We would unload whatever they had. We would close their trunk. They would just drive away. They didn't have to get out of the car. And it was like a system, man. It was great. And the turnout was so phenomenal. So we're uh, we're talking about it now. We want you to go ahead and plan and prepare for that. We want you to make sure that it, whatever you're doing tomorrow morning or tomorrow during the day, tomorrow lunchtime, we want you to prepare for that. If you've got a business meeting at Maggiano's, hey, we would love for you to bring some bottled water before you before you go for your business lunch. If you're going shopping for whatever reason, you know, maybe you're going to that Z Gallery. Uh, then definitely get some bottled water, spin by, and drop it off. I don't know who's going to be there. I know that a lot of folks from TV are going to be there from uh, from uh, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Action News are going to be on site all day long. I, I believe there's representatives from um, from some other agencies that are going to be collecting these products for us. And like I said, the plan is for me to be doing the show there, the Mark K Live on Locations, like an impromptu one. Uh, hopefully they'll have me set out there right at where the action is. That'd be great. And I could come out. We could, we could, you want to swing by, you want to say hello, you want to give me like a live open mic. As long as you don't use any wordy dirts, we're fine. You know, as long as you don't, as long as you don't tell me how you really feel about some of these people in Washington, we'll be okay. Uh, just remember it's kind of a, it's kind of a family friendly show from time to time. But that is tomorrow morning starting at eight. We will be live starting at 11. And I believe it goes till sometime in the afternoon. Uh, you know, just plan on getting there in the first half of the day and you should be good. All right. Oh, it goes till two. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate it. It goes till 2 p.m. So 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, that's when you have to come by and, and hang out and, and help out those victims of uh, Hurricane Flow who are in North Carolina right now. And don't and like it's so you think you think we are a wet state, man. North Carolina, they've got the intercoastal waterway. They've got rivers and creeks and, and flooding. They've got lowlands, uh, both North and South Carolina. It's just as bad when the water rises and water is so damaging um, that if you can definitely uh, help out, we want you to do that. All right. So and speaking of wet now, speaking of helping out, I, there's this guy, you know, and love his name. um is Jamie Dupree, and he's in Washington, and he basically communicates via email with you know he does his reports now using the uh, using the computer generated voice, which has been just phenomenal. I mean, forget the rockets, 
Forget Elon Musk. Forget the Tesla. Jamie Dupree 2.0 is, to me, one of the most exciting and and useful inventions of the last decade. Uh, probably the last century. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, but it, it, before, you know, before that, before his reports come down, I always get an email from Jamie, sometimes several emails a day. Because that dude, even though he doesn't have a voice, he has a lot to say. And I was reading this one email. I get I get this daily email from him. And then I got a second email about Kavanaugh. And it just says Kavanaugh dot 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 thoughts, which is a great headline because I clicked on it immediately. It was I clicked on it on it almost faster than those uh, headlines I get from those people in Syria who need my help moving their twenty five million dollars in, in gold bullion around the country or around the globe. That's those are the first ones that I opened. And then this one, Kavanaugh thoughts from Jamie Dupree was the second one that I opened this morning. And wait till you, I'm going to read through verbatim exactly what Jamie Dupree sent me live from Washington this morning regarding Brett Kavanaugh, Professor Ford, and what the heck's going on with the Supreme Court. That's all coming up after this very quick break. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. Hey, Mark K. Here's what's happening with Kavanaugh. It all looks to me like a Democrat plot to delay his confirmation. I don't believe the woman ever intended to testify. It's simply a delay tactic. What do you think? Well, I think clearly it's a delay tactic because that's what they're trying to do is delay the hearing. Uh, They're trying to delay it all the way past the midterm elections. But um, it looks like the hearing will be Monday, whether she shows or not, whether she accepts this invitation or whether she continues to uh, push back and say she's waiting. You know, the line now is her lawyers are saying she demands an FBI investigation into this allegation before she steps forward to testify. However, most people and I believe Lindsey Graham said it best when he goes, that has no bearing on the case. You know, if you want an FBI investigation, that's totally different than you coming and testifying. It's not going to it's not going to change your it's not going to change your testimony one way or the other. It's not going to change your recollection of what happened. Uh, what you have to say should be the same on Monday as it was when you wrote the letter in July, as it was this past weekend and as it will be in three weeks from now. Unless, of course, you know. It's not, in which case there's a bigger problem. 3401045. So I got this email from Jamie Dupree 2.0. And I asked him to start signing his emails like that, but he refuses. Um, and here's what he wrote. He wrote, he wrote Kavanaugh dot, dot, dot thoughts. And I'm going to read this just the way he wrote it. He says, just to run down where things are right now with Judge Kavanaugh, the Monday hearing is still TBD. Democrats and Dr. Ford say they want an FBI investigation first before any hearing. Republicans are making it clear that they are not budging on Monday. There are lots of rumors, but so far, no rush of either new allegations or witnesses. There is one woman who tweeted out that she remembers the incident. However, if Ford does not show on Monday, Republicans seem ready to move to a vote on Kavanaugh. I think if Ford does testify on Monday, it will create a firestorm that will overwhelm everything else in the news and could well cause the Kavanaugh nomination major difficulties. As for Monday, my best guess right now is that the committee will convene at 10 a.m. Either Ford will be there or she won't. Everyone will yell at each other and the GOP will push to hold the committee vote right then and move to the floor immediately. As of 7.15 a.m., that's the way it looks. And that's uh, that's the email verbatim um, as uh, Jamie Dupree 2.0 sent it to me this morning. And it looks like that's still where we are today. 
Uh, it, it, it's an interesting scenario. Yeah, ha- usually when you have somebody uh, pointing out and accusing somebody and given the chance to come and testify in front of the Senate subcommittee that's going to decide that person's future, you would expect them to jump at the chance. You would expect them to jump up, get on a plane and say, I will be there ASAP, ASAP, as soon as humanly possible. I'll get there because you need to know this information. What is the difference between giving the information to the Senate subcommittee meeting on Monday and giving it to them after an FBI investigation? In my in my humble opinion, I don't think anything. I don't think anything. 340-1045. Now, the New York Times has done something very interesting and very, very out of the norm for them. They've written a piece called Who Has the Greater Incentive to Lie? Defenders of Kavanaugh and his accusers square off. And what they did was they went through, it looks like, all these other blogs and all these other online articles and all these other newspapers. And they found little snippets from people who've been writing about this over the past few days. And they put them back to back on different sides of the aisle to show you the two different arguments. I'm going to read through some of those here in just a minute. I'm going to read to you what both what, what both uh, Kavanaugh accusers and Kavanaugh supporters are saying about this situation. And one of them, one of these comments, I think, brings up a very interesting question about a 17-year-old boy. Guilty or not? Guilty or not? Is your moral compass set in stone? Is it pointing north by the time you are 17 years old? If you're if you're pushed into a court, you're typically uh, you're you're typically deemed a juvenile and any such records would be sealed and no one would ever know about them. So what when does your moral compass come into be, come into being? And can you expect someone at 17 years old to have the same exact moral focus and 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 value system in place that they have when they're 53, 340 1045. That's one of the interesting questions that came up in this New York Times interview uh, article. I'll get to that here in just a minute. Uh, plus, we're going to get some news in just a second. It's the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. Where entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Mark K., you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Mark K. Mark K. A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K. is always good in my book. Just so Settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. And tomorrow, I urge you to join me at the Maggiano's at the St. Johnstown Center. We're not having lunch or anything, but we do need some bottled water to send up to the victims of Hurricane Florence in North Carolina, uh, South Carolina, that whole area. The water is overflowing. There's floodwaters. And while they're starting to recede, they still are not going to have any kind of palatable water for a long, long time. We know how that is. You know, when you and we know that there's tons of bottled water all over this joint. So run, run out today. Today, tomorrow, whatever you can, grab some bottled water and swing by Maggiano's. We're going to have people out there from uh, CBS 47, uh, Fox 30, Action News Jack starting at 8 a.m. There's there's rumors. There's rumors that Ridge Jones from Jacksonville's Morning News will also be there. But I don't know. I don't know. Again, these are unconfirmed, unsubstantiated rumors. I know for a fact that I will be there at 11 a.m. broadcasting this show live. So if you've ever wondered... What it, you know, what does it look like to broadcast the Marque show? It doesn't really look, it looks like a bald guy talking into a microphone for an hour. That's pretty much, but, but you'll be able to see me. It, it'll be different. It'll be a bald guy talking into a microphone in front of an Italian restaurant for an hour. So that'll, you know, that'll add it up, add a little, uh, a little bit of spice to it. Uh, all right. We have a bunch of people on the line that want to comment about Justice Kavanaugh, Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. Uh, well, not yet. 
And will it ever be Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh? That's the big question. It all comes down to this Monday hearing. This Monday hearing that his accuser, this Professor uh, Ford, has been invited to, but says she's not going to attend because she wants now an FBI investigation into this event before she ever, uh, before she ever uh, testifies in front of Congress. And now the Senate, or in front of the Senate, the Judiciary Committee is saying, look, Monday's the day. You come and you testify. We're giving you exactly what you want. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, that'd be awesome. If you're not going to be there, we're going to go ahead and vote. We're going to go ahead and move forward because obviously whatever you have to say isn't important enough to get out there. Um, and that's, of course, wreaking havoc with all kinds of people that are on both sides of the issue. I'm going to read to you from this New York Times uh, article here in just a minute. But first, we have a bunch of people on the line that want to comment on their own. We have Deborah in Jacksonville. Deborah, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? What do you want to say? Deborah, Hello? You, hey, are you still there, Deborah? Oh, maybe. hello. Can you hear me? Hello, jo- I can't. Jo- oh, Josh, she can't hear me for some reason. Do you want to see if no? Okay, all right. Well, why don't we go to Pat? We'll come back to Deborah in just a minute. Pat from Jacksonville, how are you? Mark, how are you? Good. Thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say about the uh, the Kavanaugh Ford, uh, you know, one on one battle set for Monday? Honestly, it infuriates me. Everybody keeps saying how credible she is. Well. I'm actually a rape victim. I've been through this. I have had multiple brain surgeries, and I've suffered a lot of memory loss. I can't remember my wedding day, but I can damn sure remember where I was, when I was, and what it was like when I went through that. I personally find it completely incredible that it's 36 years later, and she's finally going to come forward and do the brave thing. I think there should be an FBI investigation. Let's check her financial records and see exactly how much she was paid by the Democrats to do this so that they could have their stall tactic and turn this into the three-ring circuit, because Brett Kavanaugh, who was a wonderful man, didn't provide them anything on his own. They had to manufacture something well as a pat first of all we appreciate you for being so open and honest about your past that's that's you know we're, we're sorry that everything that happened to you uh but but basically your contention is that if something this awful happens you remember it you remember the time the day you know all the things that she can't seem to recollect is that basically what you're saying that's exactly what I'm saying. Okay. You, you may not remember every single detail. You may black out. You may pass out. But you know what happened. You know where you were. You know what the circumstances like. Hell, I can tell you what the weather was. And I can't remember my wedding day. I have a lot of memory loss. Yeah. That's just one memory I unfortunately can't lose. I seriously don't think that a little girl that was 15 years old has you know, just suddenly has a recollection that this happened 36 years ago. I don't believe her. All right, Pat. Thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. By the way, I don't know how democratic payoffs work because i never actually i never actually received one uh i'd be willing by the way if you guys want to if there's any democrats out there who are willing to pay me off for something uh you know we could always I, we could always talk i could have my agent call you we could always talk but uh but i know bernie sanders got a house for for you know not being too much of a pain in the butt with hillary clinton and i think i think the deal was he got a new house and and, and again this is not corroborated i'm not you know i didn't i didn't investigate this and i may just have dreamt it but i believe he got a house in connecticut for six hundred thousand dollars and uh, all he had to do was tell all of his supporters that he was now supporting hillary clinton and they should do the same his supporters though not as dumb as you might think. And a lot of them did not do that, which is one of the reasons why, as you can see, Donald Trump uh, is the president of the United States. Kathy is in Jacksonville. Uh, Kathy, thank. Oh, but what I was going to say was, I believe they pay you after the fact, just so there is no paper trail. 
it would be dumb for them to pay you the like cut you a big check, then parade you around the, for the world to see and uh, for people to find you know your bank records. I think they pay you after the dust is settled. But again, I don't know for sure. Kathy in Jacksonville, thanks so much for calling the Marquez Show. What uh, what do you want to say? Hi, um, I'm a registered nurse, and let me tell you that when someone comes into the ER with unwanted advances and have been forced upon by somebody else, okay, that is abuse, that's battery, that could be abuse of a little 15-year-old, well, let me tell you, we're legally, you ha- we have to legally report this or we'll get our license taken away. So if that girl came in at 15 years old, traumatized, uh, severely traumatized, as she said, then you ask her, have you been raped? Well, I don't know what she said, but the rape kit comes out immediately. Okay, yeah. Parents are called. Well, that Police, is- listen, police are called. Charges, do you want to file charges? Yeah. The parents are going to say, oh, yeah. Well, guess what? He would have been picked up. Right. Because... Yeah, and that's what we do. You have to because there's a lot of elder abuse out there. You have to report elder abuse and right. abuse on minors. No, Kathy, Sorry, I, that didn't happen. Right, Kathy, I, and I appreciate, and you know, thank you so much. That's a, that's absolutely true. However, I don't know that she ever reported it. I don't think that she did. Uh, you know, as far as we can tell, she she says that it happened. There were no witnesses. She went home, and I, again, I don't think. I don't think that she ever went to the to the uh, doctor even. She, I don't think she ever. I mean, there was, according to her, some unwanted advances. She thought that her life was in danger. Um, I don't know that she ever claimed that sh- that they went, you know, that he went all the way with it. Uh, I think it was just inappropriate behavior. And I don't remember reading anything that said she went to the hospital and was interviewed um, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, if, if somebody keeps it secret, then it's a secret, which is, I think, what happened here. She kept it secret for decades and now she's coming uh she's coming out with a story uh, again sus- suspicious as to the reason why Lorena in Jacksonville Lorena uh, Lorena thanks so much for calling the Marquee show what did you want to say Lorena Well uh I am the same age as Brett Kavanaugh so I was in high school at the same time he was and I know that back then boys and girls are crazy we do lots of dumb stupid things I did a lot of stupid things uh boys did a lot of stupid things mm-hmm. I had boys steal kisses and and steal a quick grope or push me up against the wall and try to steal a kiss or something. Um, but a lot of those boys are now grown men, and they are respected doctors and lawyers. Um, I know that I am not anything at all like the person I was when I was 17. So even if Brett Kavanaugh did something like this when he was 17, and I personally don't believe it, I think her um, her her story is bogus. Um, but even then, the man is now 53 years old. He has proven himself to be a good man. A father, a husband, a good judge. Um, he is not the person he was when he was 17 years old. And, uh, I, I, I think it's all bogus. I think it's just, again, the Democrats trying to stall things. All right. Hey, thanks so much for your call. We really appreciate it. Look, you know, I was a 17 year old high school boy once too. And I'll tell you, I've changed a lot since then. And yeah, you're right. Stuff does happen, but I am, I was, I, you know, I'll tell you this. And I know this for a fact. And anyone that you talk to who know, who knew me in high school and still knows me today will tell you that I was way more mature when I was 17 years old than I am right now at 43. And that's a fact. That's a fact. 340-1045 is the number. Quick break. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls next on the Marquee Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Even 
young Diane Feinstein knew damn well this story was not true, but she only brought it forth at the 11th hour because she knew there was a delay tactic and there wouldn't be enough time to testify. Red flag, red flag. That dude's all fired up. He used a, he used a, he used a naughty word. 340-1045 is the number. Wayne's on the line in Jacksonville. Wayne, thanks so much for calling. What do you want to say, sir? Well, I think there's a way to stop this. Oh, yeah, really? All right, hold yeah. on. Let me write this down. I'm going to send this off to uh, I'm going to send this off to uh, to uh, the Dem- uh, Republicans in Washington. I wish you'd send it to Mr. Grassley. Yeah. Uh, we all know this for what it is. I mean, let's be adults about it. And at minimum, Diane Feinstein should be kicked off of the judici- Judiciary Committee. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see her thrown out of the Senate. Yeah. I, uh, I, I'm I sure a lot of people are fall like- under the heading in a major way uh, withholding evidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, from a Senate Judiciary Committee. I mean, she's had this since June. Really? Come on. Well, look, I mean, the other the other big part of this is that the anonymous letter was sent. And here's the thing I don't understand, because they say that it was an, on, an anonymous letter. Then how do we know who this woman is? Also, she wasn't supposed to tell everyone because I guess she maybe she signed it for when she sent it to Diane Feinstein, but she asked to remain anonymous. And Diane Feinstein basically blatantly ignored that request. Um, I don't think it's I don't think that's against the law. I don't think it's against the law to leak anything. If so, everybody in the West Wing would be in prison right now. But uh, at the same time, there are definitely some ethics questions and as i see it or as i know it and from the past anything can be an ethics violation in the uh, in the senate or the house if somebody wants to bring anything can be a problem with that you could do you know if you sneeze and somebody doesn't say bless you within like 10 seconds i believe that's an ethics violation um that you can that you can you know file a complaint about in the house or the senate but but again look this whole thing again is a is and i didn't have a chance to get to this entire new york times uh article but let me read you a couple things that they did the new york times went in and they said, who has the greater incentive to lie, Dr. Blasey or Judge Kavanaugh? Well, obviously, Judge Kavanaugh does because he wants to be on the Supreme Court. She has no incentive to lie. She, has, she in fact, would have been better off personally keeping quiet. Uh, the right-wing idea that she just wanted the attention is ludicrous when all the attention so far is bad. Then they go on and they and they basically have scoured the Internet. I guess they had some Internet, uh, some interns at the New York Times scouring the Internet looking for comments about this on either side of the aisle. And one of them I got was uh, – or one of them they used was from a guy named Eric Jacob uh, – I'm sorry – it was uh, from a guy named James Wilton in Connecticut. He said, I believe both Judge Kavanaugh and Dr. Blasey, though through the drunken haze and three decades of intervening life, there will surely be significant differences in each witness deposition. There would be differences, innuendo, etc., even the day after this alleged event occurred, which is 100 percent true. I would even argue hours after it happened. If it were at a party, if it actually happened at all, if everyone was traumatized, there would be two different stories within an hour, let alone 35 years. But Justice or Judge Kavanaugh claims now that he wasn't even at the party, which is one huge differential in the two stories. So if it wasn't him, then who was it? Who was it? Uh, then there's another one from Sunny Day. If he did this, he was only a teenager. I do not understand why this is an issue at all, given that Judge Kavanaugh was a child when this allegation happened. They were both teens in high school. Had this been tried in court, then he would have gotten off and the records would have been sealed because of his age. I am a liberal female, but I suspect this is a witch hunt by the Democrats. That's from Sunny Day in California, saying that this clearly... 
is evidence of a witch hunt and that had this happened at his age, he was just a teenager. And we treat teenagers a lot differently than we do grown men here in the United States. Uh, Fern rebuts that, saying more important than what Judge Kavanaugh actually did as a teenager is whether or not he is, as a grown man and a judge, lying about it. His current actions are what would make him unfit for the bench. That is if he's lying. And as as of right now, he claims he's not lying. He's telling the truth. And so telling the truth would actually make him fit for the bench, would it not? This is the problem with this story. It's all he said, she said. And he and she may or may not be saying it on Monday. We're going to all have to wait to find out. Tomorrow, live, Maggiano, starting at 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. Uh, the Marquee Show at 11 a.m. Bring bottled water, and who knows, maybe I'll have a special treat for you. 340-1045 is the number. The news, Rush Limbaugh, coming up next. I'll see you tomorrow.